we realize that this idea that when you get married it should be forever is a societal construct, and there are certain cases where it doesn't matter. You can come together with someone and celebrate that time together, and create great things, and then choose to part ways, still with love, but as friends. That's Vishen Lakiani, and this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. So as we conclude our heartbreak and heal topic this week, we have a really special guest back on the show to share his personal story of how he ended his relationship for almost two decades. And but he does it in the most loving and respectful way. Here's Vishen Lakiani. We're talking about suffering, and I think I wouldn't do justice, and I wouldn't be authentic if I didn't talk about some of the suffering that I've been going through. The last four months have been like the craziest months of my life. I don't know what the hell the universe is trying to teach me, but it's been freaking painful. In October, my parents' home caught fire. I almost lost my mom and dad. They were rescued by firemen on the roof, um, and so they, the home is still being rebuilt. And that was like scary and painful. And then a few weeks later, I busted my knee, and I'm now unable to run or jump. I've been in four months of physiotherapy, three more months to go. Um, that was painful. But the hardest part is that I got I, my 19-year relationship ended. Um, and I know that that that's a big shock to many people in Mind Valley because me and and my my. Now, ex-wife, that close friend Christina, started the company together. So, after being together for 19 years, we simply decided that our relationship was us living someone else's illusion. We realized that this idea that when you get married, it should be forever, is a societal construct, and there are certain cases where it doesn't matter. You can come together with someone and celebrate that time together. And create great things, and then choose to part ways, still with love, but as friends. I realized that my relationship was built on four pillars. There was the pillar of love. There was the pillar of friendship, the pillar of being co-parents, and the pillar of being co-partners in a business. Like we literally started Mind Valley together. When I was a meditation teacher in 2003, Christina was my girlfriend doing customer support. And and we started this company together. It was the two of us, and so we had those four pillars. But after 19 years being together, and we celebrate those 19 years, we found that the pillar of love wasn't solid anymore. And we had tried to mend it. It turned out it wasn't meant to be. But we realized that if we stayed together, and if that pillar completely collapsed, it would take down the other three pillars. So we decided to uncouple that pillar of love. But become better friends, better business partners, better parents. So we're becoming neighbors. She's probably like right now one of my closest friends, and I am to her. We support each other in her careers. Um, she's running Mind Valley's divisions in the Russian-speaking world. Um, 
and she's an incredible woman, and I love her dearly. And in fact, what we found is that it was really interesting. When we decoupled that pillar of love, the other three pillars just got so much stronger, and our relationship became so much better, and we became so much better. But the scary part was having to explain that to the rest of the world. She has a mom who grew up in the former Soviet Union, uh, so very traditional. My mom is Indian. Um, so very traditional. In these cultures, marriage is like a big thing. And the end of a marriage is painful and it's considered failure. And this is why so many people, when they get a divorce, they end up feeling lousy about themselves. They end up feeling like they failed. But there are other models that I think are really relevant. Any of you heard of conscious uncoupling? Gwyneth Paltrow popularized it. Um, so we decided to do a conscious uncoupling. And a conscious uncoupling simply means that we consciously decide to end our marriage. Um, we did that by having a big party, invited 50 of our closest friends. My 11-year-old son, my 5-year-old daughter, they were the ring unbearers. So we took off our ring, gave it to my son, he put it in a velvet bag, I keep that ring, it's a prized possession. But, and we did it with joy. I wanted my kids to see people lit up and celebrating and happy. And my mom was there, it was harder for her, she was crying. Uh, but I wanted her to see that among my friends, which are, is a different generation, it's okay. And it doesn't mean that I failed or that she's failed or that the family has failed, but that this is part of life. And I, I value Christina because we built so much together. Um, so I wanted to share that with you guys. And interestingly enough, Catherine Woodward Thomas, who wrote Conscious Uncoupling, is right here in the front row. Catherine, would you stand, please? Yeah. Um, I... Uh, I just want to say, Catherine, Conscious Uncoupling is an incredible book. Um, after I read it, I passed it on to many friends of mine who had ended relationships five, ten years ago. And what they realized is that the relationships had ended badly and they were still holding on to pain and this pain was affecting their future relationships. And reading that book, even though they were already uncoupled, helped them heal that pain. So I strongly recommend that book. Check out Conscious Uncoupling. It's a beautiful book. And it gives you a new model for understanding love and understanding the world. So when we, me and Christina knew that we were going to uncouple and we decided that we were going to celebrate one last Valentine's Day together. And then on February 15 this year, take off our rings. And so on Valentine's Day, we assembled the entire company um, and we shared with them six minutes what was happening because we wanted to make sure that our, our team members didn't feel that their jobs were threatened or that their world was going to come down because traditionally when you go through a divorce, it is one of the single most stressful events in your life. It is so stressful that people break down, they are unable to work, CEOs suddenly are no longer able to function at their job and we wanted them to know that this was okay and we're doing a new model. It's funny, we decide that love is when we make an oath to someone, get the government involved, <laughs> sign papers, um, but really it can be multidimensional. And all we did was move the love around into different areas. But those two rules, those two rules have helped me even as I went through this form of suffering. The first thing I do is I ask myself, what can I learn from this? How can I grow? How will this increase my rate of self-evolution? So... I started reading books on relationships and love so I can be better for the future. Um, and then the second thing is, how can I serve the world better? To get my mind off what might sometimes be pain, I think about how can I make other people happy? While I'm working on my growth, how can I serve the world? Big thanks to Vishen Lakhiani. You can connect with him 
by visiting his website, vision.com. Follow him on Instagram at vision and check out his latest New York Times bestselling book entitled The Code of the Extraordinary Mind, 10 Unconventional Laws to Redefine Your Life and Succeed on Your Own Terms. Everything I mentioned, along with the link to the entire talk, will be in the show description. And lastly, when you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it or subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you all have an amazing weekend and I will see you back here Monday. So until then, stay strong. Later.